Okay, reading from the uh, Antyakanda of the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Um, chapter 4, text 199. <clears throat> jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Acharyer Namaskar Rena Bhaktigana Achar Sabari Kaila Prema Alingana All the devotees offered obeisances to Advaita Acharya who in turn affectionately embraced them all. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadadi Sapadantikam Vanshakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Srivasa Devor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from, from Govardhan. As I say, right now, in this direction, I think only about 100 meters is, is Kiriraj. And... Uh, Somehow or other, you know, sometimes they they give the phrase, I don't know, some of you may not know this in English, but, you know, it went stark raving mad. It means completely lost control. So I think here in India, the government went stark raving sane <laughs> because they've started to be, when I came into Vrindavan, it was spotlessly clean. You saw that too, Makunda? Well, when I drove in at night, there's no, he's not agreeing with me. But, but you know, they keep the cars off of Govardhan and around the hill is really clean and, and it's so green, right? So there's some good organization here. I haven't heard too many loudspeakers yet. Although today is Diwali. What? Look, what's that mean? Tomorrow is real Diwali. Yes. Okay. Oh, tomorrow is the real Diwali. Okay. And uh, what I've been doing is I've been reading Krishna book and commenting. And so we started the Govardhan Leela. And we came up with a real interesting point, what that Leela is really about, and what Krishna consciousness is really about. That the goal is happiness and happiness is love. And I quoted from Aristotle, I quoted this before, Aristotle said that um, the goal is happiness, it's not a means for anything else. And if someone challenges you and says, no, this is the goal, 
then the answer is, no, that's the means for happiness. And happiness is love. And the highest love is love of Godhead. So all rituals are meant to bring you to that point. And I guess there's an English phrase, you didn't see the forest through the trees or something like that. It, 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 somehow or other people miss it. And we, we see that also, it's called Niyama Agraha. It means you have too much affection for the rules. Of course, the Nima Agraha also means Nima Agraha, too little affection for the rules. But either one is one of the impediments to bhakti. So we see that sometimes, that the goal becomes the rule. If I go to Mangal Arti, the benefit is when I check the attendance, not the consciousness when I'm there. That's more or less Vaidhi Bhakti, the faith tends to be in that, which is also a good faith because there's power in following. But the power isn't the, the rule. In Bhakti, the power is the absorption in Krishna. So Niyama Agra, too much affection for the rules. And, and, and that's what Krishna saw in the Govardhan Lila, that these Brahmins, because the, the rules are important, just like Aristotle, uh, Confucius defines rituals as those things which conform oneself to something higher than oneself. So there is a purpose and intention in, in rituals. But when you lose the, 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 the intention and, and it just, what becomes important is the ritual, then you, lose the, you can lose the purpose of it very easily also. And that's also what happens with institutions. The purpose of the institution is not the institution. <laughs> the purpose of the institution is the goal of the, you know, it, it is, is it, it, it's a service. It is Joseph O'Connell, who's a, a religious scholar, probably the best religious scholar in Bengali Vaishnavism. He's quite a brilliant guy. He passed away and he met Prabhupada. He said, what culture is, is that which brings, he said, culture is that which brings what is right proper and of value into the future. That's the purpose of, of culture. It's to carry that which has value. I forgot, he gave three adjectives, value, right? It, 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 it brings it into the future. So institutions are very important. Otherwise, how do you, and he said, there's, there's hard institutions and there's soft institutions. The hot institution is the, the governments, the spiritual governments and the buildings that they have, you know, and the rules. And the soft institution is the, the teachers and the books. So traditionally, Krishna consciousness was carried by a soft institution. And they're both important. But what's important is what they do, not what they are. So you can see how very easily, 
you know, the institution can be, it, because it's important. That's what Iskand Prabhupada wanted it, right? So it does become a service to people and it's very important and, 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 and it has carried and preserved and everything. But it, it's, it's too easy to make that mistake. And that's exactly what the Brahmins, they made that mistake. The, 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 the culture became the goal, not the, what it was supposed to give. And, and the classic example is, well, Yagyavai Vishnu, it's for Vishnu, and Vedais Jasarvaham Eva Vedyo, Vedanta Vid, Veda Vid Of all the Vedas, I am to be known. And then the, the coward boys came and said, Bajram Te, this is auspicious because we're giving you service for Krishna. Is that what it's all about? <laughs> and they did not even say, oh, <laughs> which is kind of an Indian way to say yes and to belch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when Indians belch, they say, oh, <laughs> very advanced. <laughs> But they didn't even say all. Oh, they didn't even recognize it. So, you know, the whole story is, of course, this is what Krishna saw. And then his, his, his family, he came back, his family was doing the same thing. So we're talking about the different objectives of that Leela. And one of the objectives is, is to show that the purpose is bhakti. And that's the only way you can achieve perfection. And that's the goal. Um, and he, is, he, he wanted to establish that. That's the Govardhan Young Leela. Anyway, just wanted to share that with you. So that's what we were discussing. And we're just going to come up to the point, I guess, tomorrow. And then on Govardhan Puja, where Krishna says, you know, no. You know, well, okay, you know, we'll make another yagya for Govardhan Hill. No. Can't wait. It's like Prabhupada said to Bhakti Siddhanta said to Prabhupada, you know, he said, Who Prabhupada said, who will listen to us because we're not free? And Bhakti Siddhanta said, Krishna consciousness can't wait. <laughs> for a ecclesiastical change or a government change. And that's also our, our message in the modern world. It can't change, it can't, it can't wait. It can't wait, it has to move on. It can't wait for anything institutional or external, which are important, but ultimately it can't wait because that's so important. So, this is Krishna's message. Just trying, no, <laughs> can't wait. We got to do it now. We got to do it now. And that's bhakti. Can't surrender in the past. You can't surrender in the future. You have to surrender now. It's such a heavy lesson. Trust no future, however pleasant, is an English expression. No, no, I'll do tomorrow. Manana, manana. Tomorrow, tomorrow.
Okay, so now we, we, we're, we're getting, we're, we're seeing this love. What is the Chaitanya Charitamrita? What is the Chaitanya Bhagava? Chaitanya Charitamrita, Prabhupada breaks up the word, it's the character of the life force in eternality. So what's the character of the life force in eternality? It's, it's taking refuge of Krishna and, and, and developing a loving relationship with him. And that's what this Chaitanya Bhagavad is. That's why it's Rasa Shastra. It's not just explaining who God is. It's not just explaining the process to get him. It's showing you the result of doing so. It really is Prayojana. It really is Prayojana Tattva. It really is the goal. It really is showing you the goal. And uh, I like being out in Govardhan. It's, you see it a little bit more than in Jackson, New Jersey. <laughs> you, you see it a little bit more with the sadhus. <laughs> Today, I just, it's just how it is. Somebody wants to introduce to me this one Goswami who's living out in Govardhan. He's from the Radharman Goswami. He's only 21, right? And he's like a, a great kirtan singer. So when I have a festival, he's gonna come. And Lakshmi Mani, you'll appreciate this. And then I'm talking to him and he, he says, yeah, he, he lives out here. He's, you know, he's only 21 years old and he lives out here with his wife. Um, you know, I, and, and somehow now his wife is a Western lady who's 22. So I, I said, your, 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 your parents approve? He said, yeah, somehow my parents are more liberal. They approve. It's, it's okay. And anyway, my, my wife is the granddaughter of a Prabhupada disciple. <laughs> the girl's grandmother, Lakshmi and is Jagadatri. It's Raghunath's daughter <laughs> lives out in Govardhan, married to a Radharaman Goswami. So, I, I mean, I just said, you're blowing my mind. This was a student of mine, his daughter. And I'm just saying how the world works is just beyond <laughs> belief. But anyway, we see this, we go into a Dvaita Acharya's house and we see like his, his young child is already realized. And he's the son of the Dvaita Acharya and somehow or other, he has so much respect for Lord Chaitanya that he's upset with his father because his father, when asked who is the sannyas guru of Lord, of Lord Chaitanya, he says, Keshav Bharti. And he thought this is minimizing Lord Chaitanya's position because he's, he's God. He's not 
under anybody. <laughs> and, and, and there was a, 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 a little history around Adwaitacharya's house that there were some members of his family, even three of his sons who were trying to minimize Lord Chaitanya because their father was Advaita Acharya. His father was senior. So somehow or other, this little boy and 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 Advaitacharya, you know, just was amazed by his son, how, how attractive it was. You know, you know a, a little child, if he if he's a little precocious, if he could speak some philosophy, then it's not that invokes Aishvarya, it invokes your 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 son. My son is so cute that there. That, that's part of the Govardhan Lila. It's not just Krishna speaking philosophy, but yeah, Krishna is speaking philosophy, but it's Krishna. And how cute it is for a young boy to start talking karma, mamamsa, and different philosophy. I think there were six philosophies that Krishna spoke. And it was so cute because Krishna was speaking karma, mamamsa philosophy, a materialistic philosophy. Yeah, it, imagine if a, a little five-year-old child started to speak uh, Sri Rakavasha by, by, by Mayavad philosophy. Oh, how cute, right? But if they were over 16, we'd kill them. <laughs> because especially if they had Russia, oh. <laughs> Think of your case, you put your shoes in the wrong place, but imagine that. Um, so, and then Lord Chaitanya came in and, and it, it's not just, it's, it's, it's love and, and love is spontaneous. It's what we all want. We don't want to like, we, we serve Krishna because it's obligation and duty. We have to follow our rules. I mean, we do. There's a Jata Ruchi Raghunuga Bhakti before you have spontaneous devotion but still you understand that the goal, the goal is, is, is Krishna. The goal is, you know, so you can kind of regulate your life because if you don't regulate your life, then what are you gonna do? If you don't have spontaneous devotion, if you don't regulate your life, then all your material attachments will come, right? Okay, I won't attend Mangal Arti today. I'll go up and chant my rounds and then, uh, You'll open up the computer. <laughs> you won't be able to rate fixed unless it's so there's a jata ruchi. You don't really have that bob, but you have that objective. Um, but this is this is in, this is a natural attraction. It's prema. It's like 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 um, iron and a magnet. There's an attraction between an iron and a magnet. And it's just an energy, a mother and a child. There's no intellectual you know, analysis. The love is just natural. And this is powerful. So everyone's ecstatic. Advaita sees Lord Chaitanya and he's hugging him. He's crying him. And there's ecstatic symptoms. And everybody else appreciates that because people are not envious. So their happiness becomes the happiness of another. So it, it's like that. And 
so it wait, it took him time to calm down, and now he he um, he offers him a seat, sitting place. The associates are around, and then Nityananda sees Advaita and, and what a relationship it is there. So they're, they're also having that. And then all the devotees that are surrounding Lord Chaitanya offer basis to Advaita, and he affectionately embraces them. So this is also the culture that that. I heard this in a class of, of like, His Holiness Bhakti Trumaraj when he gave the original Vaishnav etiquette class. He gave the original Vaishnav etiquette class in, in the Vindavan Institute of Higher Education. And he said that respect goes upwards and affection goes down. Affection in Sanskrit is anugraha. It's also mercy. It's also the flavor of love in Vatsalya Ras that parents have to their children. So it, it's this affection. And cultured people, they know how to relate in a proper way. They know how to be very respectful when it comes to senior people. They don't analyze them. Does he really advance? You know, if someone has a, it's a parent, it's an elder. They're cultured in this way because it opens up the channel. There's an English expression. When you, 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 you give something to somebody who can't appreciate or take advantage of it, it the English expression is like throwing pearls to a swine or a pig. <laughs> it, it, they, they don't have the facility to use it. It's the same thing with the teacher. If a teacher sees that a student is not faithful, they're not going to give them instructions. They're not going to give them knowledge. It's like throwing pearls to a swine. Because <laughs> the person will only become offensive. The person will only lose faith. The whole Bhagavatam is spoken to Sutta Goswami because he's a gentle and submissive disciple. And therefore, he's able to digest the absolute truth that, that doesn't conform to one's self-conception of oneself. It doesn't necessarily conform to the desires one has. Someone is eager for the truth. They're willing to change themselves. And it all begins with that level of faith. And we know that Prabhupada credits his success to that faith. Because otherwise, others may have taken that journey to the West. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta wanted it, but it had to be done on faith. Otherwise, look what happened to the, the person who came before Prabhupada. You told me that, Mukunda, right? When, when the uh, Prabhupada's godbrother who came before, you were telling me that about. Then he, Banmaraj came before, and then he came back. Someone was telling me they were reading his biography. And then he came back and he told Srila Bhakti Siddhanta that we have a lot to learn from these people. And Bhakti Siddhanta was very angry with him. He, he, somehow we have a lot to learn from them. Somehow he became enamored or something like that. 
someone, I forgot who was telling me, was reading something like this. But Prabhupada, he had faith. But, you know, but if he didn't have faith, he'd say, go to the West, speak to these people. What are they, how are they going to understand this message? Right? How is it going to work to go there? I, I always describe Prabhupada gets off the boat with the, with the latest fashion. Plastic white shoes from Lowy Bazaar. <laughs> That's what he had. You know, and what forty dollars and 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 what what did he? And then he's facing the material civilization, facing him. The whole America is facing him. He's never seen anything like that. And then what does he say? How is it possible for me to do this? It's only by your mercy and make me dance, make me dance. And then he quotes the Bhagavatam. This is this this was his faith, the Bhagavatam. But it was faith. It wasn't his analysis. Because by a material analysis, it was impossible to do what Prabhupada did. And probably others wouldn't have taken up that mission. Because how is it possible? So devotees were respectful to Advaita and then he was affectionate to them. Even the story when Rupa Goswami first came to the assembly, how, how he was so respectful to everyone and, and Srup Damodar and Rani, Lord Chaitanya asked everybody to bless him because he was so humble, he was so respectful. He didn't walk in like he was entitled. I'm Sri Rupi, you want to hear my poetry? I'll blow your mind. He didn't even want to recite it. He was so cultured. Yeyananda Upajila Advaitera Gari Vedavyas Vinatahi Varnite Kepari. No one other than Veda Vyasa is able to describe the ecstasy that manifests in the greatest house. Bhaktivinoda Thakur talks about this. There's a spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm, it's beyond the time, space, cause and effect frame of reason. That when we talk about reason, it's how things work under time, space, cause and effect. There is, it, it's beyond that, it's God. So it's very hard to describe that <laughs> because we only have the language of this world. So Veda Vyasa also, also what's he gonna describe? Sometimes you can't describe something to someone unless they have a preliminary experience of it. It's like if you try to explain to like a, a three-year-old girl romance, they just don't have the frame of reference. There's no way to grasp it. So at the same sense, there's no, what do we, what, what frame of reference do the people have? Sex life and I, and, and, and I won an election, it's ego <laughs> as, as joy. They don't have any other frame of reference. That's why when we come to Krishna consciousness, sometimes Krishna gives us shoot, uh, namabhas, a drop of the nectar of the holy name so that we can um, 
so that we can have some faith. <laughs> so we can, so we know that there's something there that's so much more, we should try for it. Otherwise, our faith will remain within the material world. And even the name of Krishna consciousness, those are the same two things that we'll aspire for. <laughs> some prestige or some sensual, subtle, whatever, profit, adoration, distinction, or that, that'll be our goal. Shaneke Achutananda Dvaita Kumar Prabhu Chadane Asi Horla Namaskar. Shortly thereafter, Dvaita's son Achutananda came and offered obeisances at the Lord's lotus feet. He offered obeisance at the Lord's lotus feet. So we had a little preview of this, of this young boy who was so advanced, and now <clears throat> we're going to see his relationship with Lord Chaitanya. Achutira Koli Kari Shri Gorasunda Prema Jali Duilena Tanra Kalavera. Shri Gorasunda embraced Achuta and soaked his body with tears of love. So Lord Chaitanya realized how advanced this young boy was. Because <clears throat> what to speak of coming from the spiritual world? But just by the law of karma, people can start at a very, very high level of Krishna consciousness. It's not just I'm a devotee for 40 years, like, you know, therefore I'm more advanced. You may be a devotee for 40 years and have just come in this lifetime. <laughs> and someone may join today that's, you know, for 40 lifetimes has been in Krishna consciousness. And he had to work out his little thing. And, and sometimes we see that. And it's so amazing that someone will come and immediately they'll be so advanced. <clears throat> so Lord Chaitanya, Lord Chaitanya recognized this. He really recognized this. The Lord would not release a chuta from his chest and a chuta appeared to merge into the Lord's body. In other words, there's a relationship here. This is not, a, and this is part of the Chaitanya Bhagavat and Chaitanya Charitamrita is describing the tree of Lord Chaitanya. So Chutananda is a very important person and we're, we're getting to see it. Immediately, we saw it. There's a reason why it's being described. This is an important person. We saw how even as a young child, he had this enlightenment and, and Lord Chaitanya recognized it. And immediately, he embraced it. Embraced it. And you see this sometimes with children. And sometimes I've seen that, that someone may grow up in the movement and someone may grow up in an ordinary family and then all of a sudden at a young age, they may just be so devotional. So it's different ways that so. On seeing Lord's mercy on a chuta, all the devotees began to cry with love. 
So crying can be from happiness and the greatest happiness is love. And they love Lord Chaitanya and they love Achuta, Achutananda, Adwaitacharya's son. And they're seeing this incredible mercy. And when you love someone, this is a principle in Krishna consciousness actually, but we see it reflected in the material world. When you love someone, you get more pleasure from their happiness than your own. So if someone has a small child and they're getting a cookie from the guru, it's better than them getting a cookie from the guru. And we know with, with some of the pure younger associates of Sri Radha, that when they see Sri Radha with Krishna, they love her so much that they actually physically experience everything she does, but on a very pure flat platform of love. And there, there, there is sensual experience in the spiritual world, but it's love. And I think the frame of reference I can give for the material world is if you cook for someone and you love that person, and then after you eat, you don't eat in the consciousness of selfishness, you eat in the consciousness of love because you taste those preparations and just think how much that person was enjoying, how much that person was enjoying, which is ultimately the way we should take Mahaprasad. We can only advance by Prabhupada's mercy, that's it. <laughs> But, you know, real Vaishnava is just tasting facade. It's the, 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 how their Lord was enjoying. When I describe these things, I just realize we're all just Prabhupada's mercy. Giriraj Swami, I was once with Giriraj Swami just before he was being kicked out of India. Because he used to preach in Pakistan, and Pakistan and India were not. So he became, they gave him a quick India notice, and he had to leave. So before he left, he came to Vrindavan. And I remember we went to the Goshala, and we had a feast at uh, Nandanand, and this wonderful Bengali devotee at the Goshala, and his wife, I forgot his wife's name, and, and incredible Prasad. And then, um, Giraj Swami just started telling me stories of Prabhupada. He said, Prabhupada said, third class man eats a lot of pisadam and goes to sleep. A second class man just takes a little prasadam. But a first class man takes a lot of pisadam and then serves Krishna. And then he told me this other story when there was a court case in New York, there was a court case and, and Giriraj Swami had to go around to dignitaries in India and get a testimony that Krishna consciousness was authorized. So he went to this one famous, I think it was Chinmayananda or some famous Indian guru. So he signed you know, this document that Giraj Swami is telling me, 
he, he, he signed this document that Krishna consciousness was authorized. And then Shinmayananda uh, said to, and Giriraj was with this other industrialist, took him there, who knew Chinmayananda, called Rahu Bajaj from the motorcycles in India. Bajaj. It's not like the Harley of India, but <laughs> it's something, you know, Bajaj. So, Shinmayananda said to Giriraj after he signed it, he said, you know, I'm more learned than your guru. And Rahul, Bahat, Rahul Bajaj said to Chinmayananda, but you're not more humble. <laughs> and then Giriraj Swami started to tell me story after story. And I said, Giriraj Swami, Giriraj Swami, how did you get such mercy? How did you get such mercy? How did you get such mercy? And he said, I'm just a mercy case. <laughs> so that's how you get mercy <laughs> by your humility. So the devotees, they, they just, they saw this love and they were just so happy. They were just so happy. Yata Chaitanyera Priya Parisharagan. Achutera priya nahi, hena nahi jan. There was not a single beloved associate of Lord Chaitanya who did not have affection for Achuta. Just certain personalities, they just very. I, and one thing I would say, well, that Giriraj Swami is like that with elders. I saw that senior people just always loved him. Prabhupada loved him, his parents loved him. Older Indian disciples loved him. Different people have different karma. And there's somebody with a karma and a nature that is so attractive. And he's so spiritual, he's so beautiful, he's so devotional. Everyone loved this Achuta. Nityananda Surupera. Pranera Saman, Gadadhar Pandit Shishera Pradhan. Nityananda considered him as equal to his own life, and he was the principal disciple of Gadadhar Pandit. So Gadadhar Pandit was Sri Radha in Gorlila and was in the Totanat Gopinath Temple. And, 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 and Gadadhar Pandit, what did he do? He taught Bhagavatam to Lord Chaitanya every day, which is a very interesting phenomenon because Gadadhar Pandit was Radha, but couldn't be in the mood of Radha because generally the associates of, of Krishna take birth in Gorlila, you can identify them because they have the same mood. Like Jagannanda was very heavy, it was Satyabhava. They kind of have the same mood, but he, he didn't have that mood because he was a servant of, of Krishna and Krishna wanted to be in the mood of Radha. So if he assumed the mood of Radha, it'd be very difficult for Krishna to assume that he had have to keep in the mood of Krishna. So this is the significant point. How did he serve Krishna to give Krishna? Because 
how did Radha in Gorlila serve Krishna to give Krishna the mood of Radha? By the Bhagavatam. By the Bhagavatam. So that's how you get the mood of Radha. And it wasn't just the 10th canto. He studied this, he studied the story of Dhruva, so you can learn that if you want to get the mood of Radha, you have to be very, very determined. He studied the, the mood of, he studied, he liked to teach him the story of Prahlad. So if you want the mood of Radha, you have to have unbroken devotional service. In other words, you have to, you have to take the devotional service in such a way that, that, you, that it can't be broken. And how do you break something? There's two ways. You give something better than it, or you cause more pain to that person to give it up. But the pain of giving it up was, it, 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 in other words, there's, there's nothing better than it, and there's nothing more painful than giving it up. That's unbroken devotional service. And that was Prahlad. His father couldn't break it. So Lord Chaitanya, who's the Acharya trying to teach us how to, he understood that these qualities were also important. What Chaitanya wanted to hear, how can I get more determined? How can I become more fixed? So Radha taught, so, and he was one of the main lines is the Gadadhar Parivar. There's an Advaita Parivar, there's a Nityananda Parivar. Parivar means your lineage. And then there's a Gadadhar Parivar. Therefore, Achyut is called the qualified son of Advaita. They were an exemplary combination of father and son. An exemplary combination. A great father and a great son. Emata si adweta gostira sahate anande dubila prabhu paye sakshite. In this way, Sri Adweta and his family merge in ecstasy as they receive the Lord in their home. By the desire of Advaita, Lord Chaitanya stayed and enjoyed kirtan pastimes for a few days in Advaita's house. So this is what they did. They did kirtan. They did kirtan. Having received the Lord of his life in his house, Acharya Gosai was in such ecstasy that did not know, was in such ecstasy, did not know where he was. So that's advanced Krishna consciousness. You're so absorbed. It's not the fire, but, and I, I agree with him. I mean, there was enough. Wait, wait. The, the, the signal is still there, you know. You put more air balance. Wait, wait, Tota Gopinath, you don't have, you're not muted or someone's not muted here. I don't know who that was. Okay. Someone. 
Okay. I don't know what that was. Um, he did not know where he was, completely absorbed in, in Kirtan. After becoming somewhat pacified, the most magnanimous Edwaita quickly sent some persons to Mother Sachi. Maha Mati, Kichu Stirohoya Edwaita Maha Mati. Mati means mind. He was a great mind. The great mind is magnanimous. The great mind thinks of others before themselves. So, they quickly went to Navadvipa, the palaquin, and delivered the message that Mother Sachi should come. Mother Sachi was drowned in an ocean of ecstatic love. She had no external consciousness, so she did not know what she said or what she heard. So she went into mood of separation when Lord Chaitanya left. And that was Krishna's message to the gopis. I'm there in your, my Baba manifestation. We're not separated from God by a physical distance. We're separated by consciousness. And that realm is, is not a physical distance. So there may be in the Prakat Leela, the external Leela separation, but internally there's no separation. They enter into the Leela anyway. So she was completely in this mood of separation and she, she couldn't hear anything. She asked whoever she saw before her, tell me something about Matara. How are Krishna and Balaram doing in Matara? What is that sinful Kamsa doing now? So of course she's Mother Yashoda in Gaur Leela, in Krishna Leela. Tell me what you know about that thief Akura who stole away my Krishna and Balaram. I heard that the sinful Kamsa is dead. Is Ugrasena become the king of Matara? You know, it's, it's an interesting type. It's not a mental illness, but it, it, anyway, I, I, I saw this with my mother during COVID because she was already 100 and all of a sudden she couldn't see anybody because of COVID. And then somehow or other, her hearing aid broke and she really couldn't hear. So you couldn't really call her. And, and somehow or other, when I finally got to her, I saw her in her mind, she had done so many things, but according to her desires. She always would tell me about, they call them affairs. I, it doesn't mean, I mean, they, she's went into weddings and different things. And uh, she was telling me about all these things she went to and she was going. So at that time, she went internal. <laughs> but this is, this when Mother Sachi goes internal, because it's not a physical thing, it's a spiritual thing, she's actually there. And sometimes there's this half consciousness where she's there or not there or coming out or going in. So she's just talking like she was in, in that way. 
Sometimes Mother Sachi would call out, Rama, Krishna, come quickly and milk the cows. I must sell the milk. Sometimes Mother Sachi would run with a stick in her hand saying, catch him, catch him. There goes that butter thief. Where will you flee? I'll bind you today. Speaking in this way, she ran around absorbed in ecstasy. Sometimes when she saw someone nearby, she would say, let us go bathe in the Jamuna. Sometimes she would cry so loudly that the heart of anyone who heard would melt. So these are very spiritual people, so they're empathetic. And they, 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 they feel the other person's pain, they feel another person's happiness, and she's crying in separation. Tears constantly flowed from her eyes. The sound of a pathetic crying melted even stone and wood. It was so heartfelt. So it gave that kind of image. Sometimes in meditation, we see, she would see Krishna and forget herself and laugh loudly. Her wonderful and blissful laughter would sometimes continue for six hours. Sometimes Mother Sachi would lose consciousness in ecstasy and would show no signs of life for up to three hours. Sometimes she would tremble in such a way it appeared as if someone had picked her up and thrown her to the ground. Sachi's ecstatic love for Krishna had no comparison. She alone exhibited such boundless love. Gorsunda endowed Mother Sachi with the same potency of devotional service to Krishna that is found in him. Therefore, who has the power to describe the transformation of Mother Sachi's ecstatic love? In this way, Mother Sachi floated day and night in the waves of the ocean of ecstatic love. Okay, we'll end here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of, you know, in the next few days, I'm gonna, kind of finalize and, you know, a little retreat, not advertised too widely, but I, I, I could see it could be really nice here. And there's quite a nice guest house, quite nice, just maybe five minutes away, practically facing Govardhan Hill. <clears throat> Mukundamurai is here, he would organize tours here. And uh, I, I used to go there and give classes downstairs. Well, uh, anyway, I'm pretty excited. We could, we could organize it very easily here. And 25 minute ride to Barsana. 40 minutes to Nandagam. In fact, Vikram who's staying with me, he just went out to Vrindakam. And Sachinandana Swami was there. He was there chanting. He's now in, um, he was there chanting today. And invited me to a kirtan in Varsana next Akadasi, which is a completely against my nature because it starts at nine o'clock and ends at 11. And 
and I'm into Vaidhi Bhakti. I go to bed at the same time. I wake at the same time. This would completely throw off my schedule. What the hell? I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'll be in Raghunuga Bhakti for a day. No, what I'll do it's a codice. I'll just stay up all night. When I get back here, I'll just take a shower and sit up and chant. That's all. What's the. Yeah. Okay. Jamuna Jaya, you start us off with a point that you appreciated. Thank you. First of all, it's so happy to see you so happy. It's clearly you're so happy to be in the Dom. Hello, everybody. Um, I really was loving the part of the point of that Radha's girlfriends were feeling what she was feeling and that there's no there was no envy between them. I've always loved that that point that there is no envy among the gopis. There's no envy among the the, the lovers of Krishna and, and, and all the uh, the lovers of Lord Chaitanya. And in this world, there is so much envy. So is really, really appreciating that point today. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jamuna Jaya. Uh, Okay, anybody else like to say hello or share anything that you appreciated or just say hello? Just saying hello, Hare Krishna Maharaj. And that was that was me who was unmuted before by accident. Not so with the Hare Krishna. That was you, Gail? You were the Yeah. I was the culprit. You better apologize to talk. I just look who doesn't have a um, a mic that's open, right? But maybe he just doesn't keep the mic, so I always blame him. But you were the rascal. <laughs> yes, sorry, Tota. You got you the talking blame to from Joseph. Me. Is that was the sound? No, he was talking to me. <laughs> okay, give my regards to Joseph. Okay. All right, Gail. Is that your realization for today? Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Okay, you got the sauce and it wasn't your fault, but we uh, hey, the I'll, I, I, I'll take the mercy. That, that's, yeah. that's the greatest mercy, the sauce. <laughs> Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna. Hey, Lal. Hey, Lal. You're into your Kartik mood, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I can see it, huh? Okay. Hey, Lal. Babaji hairdresser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, who else? Anybody else say hello? Hi, Krishna Gurmaraj, Kadamba Mala. Hi, Bo, Kadamba. Hi. Hey, well, this is something, but, you know, this Vikram helps uh, uh, helps me, and every day Amazon d- delivers a different package here. <laughs> <laughs> Three times a day, actually. Three times a day. It must be my karma wherever I am. <laughs> Just like being in New Jersey, girl, right? <laughs> but this is more painful because it's my money. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, my scale arrived today, and then uh, with the tahini sauce, and then, and then uh, <laughs> what? Quinoa. Quinoa. It, it's uh, different things. Different things arrived. And it took me more and more and more. 
yeah, I'm, I'm cutting off the budget now because, okay. <laughs> Any, <laughs> just ride up in a motorcycle the same. You get anything you want here. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. Maraj. Maraj Haribo, that's Abby from Portland. Hey, Abby. We just, we just missed you. I was up in your hood, uh, New Platz. Just missed you. Where were you, by Raghunath? Yeah, I went to go visit just for a long weekend, thinking I'd come uh, say hi, but we just we just missed one another. He needed some friend. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll come out there to uh, Rindavan hopefully soon. But great. No, obviously, you got to come out to my place. That one okay. too. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. You got some Hare Krishna mantra in Govardhan Hill. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. She's a disciple of mine. Her mother will take initiation too. Okay. Anybody we else? We can come to Govardhan, Maharaj. I, I guess it depends but they on the. Said the visas are not yet open. They don't issue yet. Well, they're supposed to issue, but I don't know if they issue for every country yet. Yeah, I don't know if Iran still has a high, but I think by that time it'll be okay. Anyway, whenever you come, yeah, we'll have a yeah. Whenever With you your come. Blessing. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Anybody else want to say hello? Okay, we will end now.